0: The hour is upon us, the moment is close, the veil is thinned between human and ghost. What once was hidden can now be seen as we approach our Halloween. (laughs) Welcome to Wolfstack. Welcome to another episode of Wolfstag, everybody, with me, your host, Michael. It's Halloween weekend. Again, it's that time of year, and I've got to be honest, I I personally love it. Uh, Always have. I love the spooky stuff, and you'll know this if you've listened to this week's. I don't know much, but uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a personal obsession of mine. Ever since I was a kid, getting the Unexplained magazine. Now, some of you might remember the Unexplained magazine back in the day. Uh, a part work magazine, I think it came out weekly or fortnightly, however they did it, monthly. And it was full of ghosts and yetis and Bigfoots, spontaneous human combustion. That photograph of the remains of that lady had just one day burst into flames and all that was left with was a bottom half of her leg, her foot, in a slipper still. Um, Grim, I know, made for lovely reading, didn't it, Yeah, when you were a kid. Um, But yeah, it it started this lifelong obsession with me for all things paranormal, for all things spooky, for all things otherworldly. Am I a believer? Am I a skeptic? Yeah, I'm both. Um, I am in the camp of, I don't know. I don't know, but I do know people experience stuff. I know for millennia people have experienced different things. Every culture has its ghosts, has its monsters, its myths, its legends. And science can explain some of it, and I'm on board with that, but it can't explain all of it, and I'm totally on board with that as well. And maybe one day it will, maybe one day it won't but I like the mystery um so this Halloween I'll probably watch a <laughs> Halloween movie who knows um see what's spooky see what scares but actually what I what I do tend to do is follow that pagan route of remembering those who are no longer with us uh razor glass to family friends and loved ones who can no longer share in this life with us and with that I wasn't going to um I didn't expect this to be part of of today's episode but as I record this today we lost Matthew Perry, Chandler Bing from Friends and like many many people out there who never knew the man, never met him personally but when we're feeling down, when we're feeling blue, when we're feeling happy, we want cheering up, we just want to chill, we will find an episode of Friends, we'll put it on, and it'll just take us to this place of just just wonderful happiness. Um and that a lot of that was down to him. So Matthew, you are in our thoughts and our hearts this weekend and forevermore. We will raise a glass to you tonight, Halloween night, Christmas, New Year, whenever. Thank you, my friend, for giving us everything that you gave us. And if you know someone who is struggling with anything in their lives, as he openly did, be there for them. And in the words of the theme song, I'll be there for you. of pumpkins this weekend i'm such a child aren't i but you know what i absolutely love it i do i do you stink afterwards um they're not they're not the nicest of, of vegetables inside are they and i've never i've never cooked with them uh maybe i should maybe i should but those big ones that you get for for halloween weekend as i understand it and if anybody wants to tell me different i don't believe those ones are particularly edible I think they're kind of grown, oversized, and as I understand it, it makes them a bit bit tough and, a, and not very nice. Um, so maybe I should do a pumpkin soup. It's popular in America, isn't it? Pop- they, they love stuff like that there. Never really used it. Squashes, use butternut squash, similar, not quite the same thing. But, but anyway, love a pumpkin carve. It's just for one for one day out of the year it's a daft little mindful moment where you just come up with some silly design creation um and yeah you pop your design on your pumpkin and you get your sharp knives and you carve it all out and you you just spend a bit of time just carving away and slicing and cutting and scooping that that awful innards out But what I've done differently this year is I normally just chuck all that stuff in the bin uh, and I haven't. The innards I've taken out into the garden, just found these little secluded little spots and put them there. Just to let all the beasties, wildlife pick at it, whatever happens to crawl into the garden, the worms, the bugs, whatever. They'll have a peck at it. Uh, And then after this weekend with the actual pumpkins, I'll take the tea lights out, get rid of those. And I'll fill it full of birdseed, fat balls whatever, and I'll use them as bird feeders, and I'll put them out right into the garden, and they'll be there till, till way, way past Christmas, um, usually right into spring, because uh, they take, believe it, or not, well, it must be the cold, I'm guessing it's it's the cold weather, the frost gets to them, uh, so they don't rot down very, very quickly, so they're there just for a while, but then you just see nature just devour them, and they go back, you know, back into nature, back into the land, and that's a it's a lovely thing. It's better than see them go into a bin or or, or see them go into um, yeah somewhere else, wherever the you know, landfill or whatever they do with them. When you when you just chuck stuff away, so yeah, just just remember that this is it's it's a vegetable. It's vegetation. It's it's you know if it's not particularly edible to us, you know your wildlife in your garden are going to absolutely love it. Now I'm half expecting someone to come along and, and say actually when hedgehogs eat it, actually makes them poo. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I haven't Googled it, and if there's anything like that, I will correct my stance on it. But in the meantime, great little bird feeders when you finish with them. There you go. There's my little tip for the week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the Wolf Stag audience, One, thank you for listening. But secondly, I want to tell you just how rock and roll I am these days. I am so rock and roll that this Saturday night, did I don my best gear? Did I head into a big city? Did I do a theatre, a play, a musical? Did I go to a massive sporting event or some other great attraction? No, no, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so rock and roll these days. Went to IKEA. Yeah, who doesn't love a bit of IKEA? Now, I've got to be honest. It did end with a hot dog, so that's always a little win. Do love a cheeky little, a cheeky little uh, IKEA hot dog. However, I saw a jar of hot dogs the other day, and I read the, I read the ingredients on the back of the jar. And oh my word, they will pour any amount of just nonsense in in a hot dog, right? There's the lips and thighs of donkeys. There's, There's skin, there's gristle, there's, yeah, just the bits you would normally just chuck away. They grind up and pulp, stick it in a skin, which is made of who knows what, and stick it in a hot dog. Happy days. Everything a grown kid needs. Thank you. But IKEA, I love it. I do. I love it. I could move into IKEA. I get proper FOMO uh walking around there, going, oh, "I wish my house looked like that. Wish I had a bedroom that looked like that." Although to be honest, there's little parts in there. You get like the walk-in wardrobe, and I get proper envy. Proper envy. I would love a house big enough to have a walk-in wardrobe, right, and an ensuite. I expect I'm going to need a lottery win for that. Um. And that's not happening anytime soon. Well, it might. Hey, it might. But it hasn't happened yet. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. Went round to Ikea and bought... I always walk out with really weird random stuff. Right, so I've got these little clippy things for tidying up my... Right, I'm a bit of a clean freak. I'm a bit of a tidy freak. So I've now got these things on my desk where I clip my little cables and wires in my charging cables. Um, And it keeps them all neat and tidy and stops them dropping down the back of my desk. Totally practical. Make complete sense, but very, very me. And these little things that I like, these little magnetic weights, I've got one here. I've got one here, I've got one here right in front of me, right? And it's like this um, box type thing. It's not a square box, it's kind of quite funny shaped, but it's weighted and you can pull it apart and it's got these magnets inside. And if you can hear that, yeah. And it's got a hole that runs through the middle. So you pull it apart, you run your cable in, you pop your little two pieces together, and it's a weight, right? And you put your cable through it, yeah? And it stops your cables just dropping off places so you can reach them easily on your little weight. Yeah, I know. All right, okay, shut up. I know what you're saying right now. Stop laughing. Yeah, sad though. Right, but these are the things that amuse me these days. This is what happens when you when you reach this age. No longer am I going into record shops and buying like, the latest hip tunes of the day. Or wearing, like, teen clothes. Not that I ever did. To be honest, I found my style in 1988 and I've pretty much stuck with it ever since. And anybody who knows me full well, and I can hear my sister laughing at me right now because she knows I've got a wardrobe full of Czech shirts. I love a Czech shirt. I'm pretty sure. I've told you before, haven't I, that I've I've done one of these DNA spit test things. I am pretty sure one day something's going to come back to say I'm somehow related to a Canadian lumberjack. Yeah pretty certain i've got a little metal chair that sits by the side of my bed that i sit my phone on yeah that's great and with all my cables on my little clippy things so they don't drop off the end i'm mr super organized where else did i get you know the big blue ikea bags that you put all your stuff in you know you go to ikea right so you go to ikea only actually wanting one item yeah. you've got it in your head i'm going to go to ikea because i need a new set of wooden spoons or a potato peeler and then you get your trolley and you fill it full of stuff random stuff with strange names i can't pronounce right and you, you end up with these bags of things and at the end of your your shop you go to your your till go to your checkout and you put all your stuff through the checkout and it rings up at like a hundred quid and then you say how am i getting it to the car and you go and get your big blue bag your big blue ikea bag with your big yellow handles that say ikea right across them you've all got them you've all got them in a cupboard under the stairs i know you have right so no it wasn't one of those It was a tiny, tiny, tiny little version of it. A tiny little puppet in your pocket with a little clip on to put your pennies and change in. Tiny, tiny, tiny blue Ikea bug. Well, it's football season again. You can hardly have missed it. Um, and international football's back which I love a bit of international football a little bit of midweek eight o'clock kickoff international football your favorite team against teams from foreign countries and it's great we get to go over there and enjoy a you know a match in a foreign country or oh, they come to us they come and visit one of our great cities wherever wherever you're listening to this, whatever team you support. Your foreign fans descend. Lovely stuff. And they come into the stadium and they cheer on their team. You know, they're the big away team. And they, they turn up and they give their their lads, you know, as much support as possible. Brilliant. Love it. They bring the drums. They bring the flags. And they all get together and they have a great big sing song. You know, and it creates such a wonderful atmosphere in the stadium. But I was watching a game this week. I'm a Liverpool supporter, right? Yay! Best team in the world. Sorry, I'm biased. Shut up. I know some of you are going to be howling at that, but tough, right? It's a disease, isn't it? Right, you've got it for your team. I've got it for my team. None of us are, 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 are right, well, other than Liverpool fans. But, you know, it's it, it's all good fun. It's all good banter. Yeah, so I was watching the game midweek. Liverpool playing uh, Toulouse the French team, and they did play to lose because we beat them 5-1. <laughs> um, but that's not the point, right? So all their fans had their end and they were all there in their shirts, singing, chanting, beating the drum. Right? Fun. But I noticed this, and I don't know whether you've ever noticed this. There's a guy... That stands in the stand, usually near the bottom in front of everybody and cheerleads, right? He gets everybody singing. He, he conducts this massive football orchestra, but he spends the entire 90 minutes with his back to the game and doesn't get to see any of it. And that got me a bit kind of like, does he choose to do that? Is he like not actually a football fan and just likes the music, right? Or, I don't know, is someone going to, did he pay him? Maybe they, because I, right, I would not, I would not book a ticket, right, buy me ticket for my team in a foreign stadium and then book a flight, return, book a hotel, food, drinks, you know, the whole nine yards, the whole experience, right? I would not do that and then stand with my back to the game for the whole entire 90 minutes. So, are they all do you think all the other fans in the stadium they're all chipping in for his ticket and he's there on a freebie. And that's kind of how it works is right lads, I'll 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 bite the bullet. It'll be me this time. And maybe maybe that's how they do it. Maybe everybody gets get to go at being the conductor. Yeah. So, right, there's going to be, like, you know, we'll have it on a rotor lads, depending on how far we get, or we'll do it on a ballot, names out of a hat, and if your name gets picked out, right, you'll go to the game, yeah, and you'll be the conductor, and you're not going to see it, and, oh, I'm not going to see the match. No, you're not going to see the match. You're not going to watch any. Could I even turn around? No, because we need you to be conducting. Oh, yeah, but you won't have to pay anything. We'll pay. We'll pay. Because there is not a chance in God's green earth I would fork out all that cash, because it's not cheap these days, and stand with my back to the crowd. So, fair play to them. Good on you. But, you must have some sort of screw loose, that's all I can say. I don't believe in psychics... mediums and actually to achieve my adult tutoring qualification I faked being a psychic medium however and there's always a however with me isn't there in my life I've had numerous strange experiences when I was younger a lot younger maybe eight or nine my nan came to visit and she was having a conversation with my dad her son I began having a strong sense of what I thought was deja vu, a phrase I didn't understand then, but which I recognize now, and I stopped her mid-sentence. Now, I've heard many people explain what deja vu is, and that makes sense, but what happened next, I can't explain. I had the whole conversation in my head and leapt forward to what was gonna be the next point. You're about to ask Dad if Uncle Ted can borrow his stapladders, aren't you? I said. They both looked stunned, because it hadn't even come up yet. When I interrupted, they were on an entirely different topic. My aunt said, yeah, how do you know that? Because I remember it, I said. Let's move forward in time. I'm a young man now, and these two are driving incidents. The first one, I was travelling towards Wrexham from Chester with my other nan, my mum's mum. I hadn't been a driver long and I was a bit spooked by the journey because the night before I'd been woken by a nightmare where i take a blind bend on the road I know I'm going to travel the next day and I'd dreamt that i smash into the back of a small black Peugeot that was stationary in the left-hand lane. I'd not slept well at all. It had freaked me out completely. I could feel the impact. I felt the glass smash in front of me. It was truly horrific. The next day, I'm driving. I've got Manan with me, and I can't get this image out of my head because it really had upset me so much. I'm approaching the bend where the incident happened in my dream. I know it doesn't make any sense, but as I got closer, I slowed and I pulled into the middle lane to take the bend. And as I came round the bend, there were two cars crashed in the left hand lane, stationary and receiving assistance. The car in the front was a small black Peugeot. Move forward a couple of years, and I'm driving in Shropshire after a family visit. The same nan as previous was in the back seat and my dad was in the passenger seat. I don't know why but as I travelled this one particular road I just got this sense of dread. The road ahead was straight for 200 yards and then took a sharp left as country lanes do. I wasn't travelling fast but I just decided to slow down. I just got the feeling I wasn't safe. As I approached nearer the bend, maybe 100, 150 yards, a red car, looked like a Ford Escort or something similar, came round the bend towards me at breakneck speed. It clipped the curb as it was going too fast, and it flipped into the air. Literally in front of my eyes, flipped and landed on its roof. I slammed on my brakes... And my dad and myself got out of the car and assisted. The young man was safe and unhurt. But when I saw where he had landed on the road, it was really apparent that had I not slowed down, had I continued at the pace I was doing, he would have been absolutely right on top of me. Now, I'd like to say that's all that's happened. But what's prompted me to tell you all of this is something that's happened to me recently. I've been working in Chester on this morning. And when I got home, I saw my cat, Dean, fast asleep on the sofa, curled up, snoring. He's about 11 now. He's a ginger and white male, and he used to have a brother, Sam. Yeah, they are named after Supernatural, Sam and Dean. But Sam I lost about five years ago. He just one night succumbed to a sudden illness... And the following morning I woke up and I found him. Passed away. Really similar in appearance to Dean. Ginger and white. And the pair of those brothers were just inseparable. So this day I come home from work. I'm going to get some lunch. But I need to go upstairs first. I went upstairs. Went to the bathroom. And as I come out the bathroom door... Dean, as I thought, ran between my legs and I tripped over him on the landing as he ran into my bedroom. Stupid cat, I thought. I went to the bedroom to check on him, but he wasn't there. I looked in the other rooms, but nothing. I went downstairs and I found Dean fast asleep on the sofa exactly where he was when I left him. I know he hadn't passed me on the stairs and returned back to where he was. I would have seen him. And the time was way too short for that to have happened anyway. For him to return back to his place where he was asleep and fall straight back to sleep. That just wasn't possible. So I said hi to Sam and I carried on with my day. I have no explanation for how it happened. But I know it did. So that's it my weird life. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's the end of this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, And if you did, tune in next week and I will see you. Same time, same place. Have a happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to the Wolfstag podcast. I've been your host, Mike Jones. Production and editing has been by me, Mike Jones. The music you've been listening to is One Shot by Soundroll. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do like, rate, leave a comment. It really does help. So tell your friends as well. This has been a Wolfstag production for the ACAST Creator Network.